the Lord. Let's give that unto the Lord right now. He's worthy of our praise. Oh, we can do better than that. Let's give God some praise in this house. How many came to church tonight ready to, ready to praise the name of Jesus, ready to lift him up? You know, we still belong to a church that's alive. We still belong. We're still children of the name. We're still children that believe that Jesus is still alive. He's still moving. He's still working. He's still on the throne. Healing. Listen, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he healed Marley last summer, then he can heal her tomorrow. If he healed back then, if he healed the lame back then, he can heal you tonight. If he healed back then, he can do it today. I came here to tell you, somebody, and I'm, t I'm not just fluffing you up with fancy things to say, but I'm telling you, somebody's getting ready to leave changed, different, and healed tonight. I believe healing virtue is going to flow through this house tonight, and it's going to set upon some of you. Amen, amen, amen. I want to give honor to Pastor, Sister Shostrand Bishop. Sister Shostrand, this family, Sister Caitlin did amazing in Parkersburg yesterday. Wow, absolutely amazing. I was going to say thank you for sharing your pastors with me, but I'm not. Because I, they're mine whether you like it or not, so... You just got to get over it if you don't like it. Amen. I love you all so much. I want to start in Acts chapter 1. I'm going to start quick and try to get out quick. Acts chapter 1 verse 7 and 8. And he said unto them, It, and it's Jesus saying, It is not for you to know the time nor the season which your Father hath put in his own power. Everybody say power. That was weak. I said power. But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come unto you. That ought to get you excited. And ye shall be witnesses unto both me, both in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. I want you to stretch your hands towards heaven with that Holy Ghost power. And I want you to give God a shout of praise in this house right now before we move on in this service. Lord, we love you tonight. God, I'm expecting a divine visitation of your power, your healing power in this house. Lord, you said where two or three are gathered in your name. God, I'm claiming it right now. I'm claiming a touch from the hands of heaven. I'm claiming healing virtue flow through this house tonight. I'm claiming it right now. Lung issues be gone. Blood issues be gone. God, I speak it right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let's give the Lord another hand clap of praise as we're seated. I've got nine pages of notes. Uh, nine pages of notes. So if you'll preach with me, I'll abbreviate it. How about that? I want to move on into... I, first, I want to start out by saying, do you realize what June the 5th is? Anybody know what June the 5th is? Very important day. June 5th. You can speak out loud if you want. June 5th. What? Woo! Man. See me after church. I'll give you 
I got a prize for you. I got a cough drop in my pocket. <laughs> Do you realize that I came, and if they're tuned in, in from Parkersburg or Belpre, they're going to flip to somebody else, listen to somebody else, because they're tired of hearing me talk about this. Easter Sunday, we get dressed up, we go to church. We celebrate the, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. Christmas, we all come together and we celebrate the birth of Jesus. We come together on Easter. We come together on, on, we come together on Christmas. But do you realize Pentecost Sunday a lot of times can come and go. And we don't give it a whole lot of thought. But I'm telling you right now, that ought to be the Sunday that you shine your shoes up. It ought to be the Sunday that you that you wear your dancing shoes into the church. It ought to be the Sunday that you come in with a shout on your lips. Because I'm telling you, it is the birthday of the apostolic church. Pentecost Sunday, June the 5th. I'm telling you right now, we've got something to shout about. We belong to a church that still alive it's the birthday it is the birthday of the church I want to start in Acts chapter 2 verse 1 through 4 and when the day of Pentecost was fully come and they were all in one accord and in one place I want to take a pause here a second we are all in one place tonight but are we all in one accord tonight hmm I, you know, sometimes I think that we're not because some of you came with leaving on your mind. Some of you came with how long is this guy going to preach tonight? The restaurant closes early because of COVID. Can I get a seat? Is this, is it, what, what about the meeting at work tomorrow? Wonder if that girl's going to be there and she's going to think I, I look good in this suit and tie. Well, what if this guy's, wonder if such and such is going to be there. Wonder if he's going to see me or pay attention to me, you, you teenagers. I'm telling you, sometimes we come into the church. Yes, we might believe the same, but we don't come into the church and worship in one mind and in one accord. Sometimes we come with everything plugging us in our minds, but if we could come in and just get Jesus on our mind, if we could come in and realize, I have the Holy Ghost, I have power from on high, and we could come in and worship and shout together, that's where we will see miracles, signs, and wonders. Amen. Let me move on in Acts chapter 2. Verse 38, we all know this. Then Peter said unto them, Repent, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Here Peter was preaching this. Peter was preaching this new birth experience. And I, I can tell you all the validity of this. It is 1,000% true. It is 1,000% real. Simply because the lack of anybody rebuking him. The disciples was standing there when Peter spoke it. And them saying absolutely nothing. If Peter would have messed it up, somebody would have stepped up and say that isn't what Jesus said. Jesus didn't say it like that. But it is the absence of the words of the disciples that was standing with Peter in Acts chapter 2 that gives it even more validity than ever before. It's the silence of everybody around him that didn't rebuke his words. It just says, hey, it is exactly right. It is exactly real. So I want to stop here for a second. We're talking about the day of Pentecost. 
what had happened there. And, and so here in Acts 2.38, it starts in repentance. And, and you can go all through the scriptures, types and shadows, Old Testament, New Testament. You can take repentance back into the Old Testament where they painted the doorpost with blood and death passed them. The plagues, pla the plagues passed over them in the middle of the night. I got news for you. Something had to die to put the blood on the post. Something had to die. And Peter said it in Acts chapter 2 about repentance. And something has to die at an altar. Something has to be slain at an altar. Then you can go over to the baptism in the name of Jesus. And you can go back into the Old Testament at the crossing of the Red Sea when Pharaoh and the army was coming in and all of a sudden the wind kicked up and separated the Red Sea. The Israelites went across and guess what happened? Pharaoh and the army who had plagued them for so many years bound in slavery followed suit. The waters crushed them. All of a sudden on the other side they had a Holy Ghost hoedown on the other side because guess what happened? Their enemy was drowned. The enemy couldn't get from one side of the water to the other side of the water. That's what is great about baptism in the name of Jesus. Yes, your past can't get to the other side of it. Your past can't get across it. Then we have the Holy Ghost, the pillar of cloud by day, the pillar of fire by night, type and shadow of the Old Testament. It guides us, it leads us, the Holy Ghost. That's what it's there for. But I'm, I'm going to talk to you for what this does, what the Holy Ghost really does for you. But I'm going to say this, we are apostolic. We are an apostolic people in a world that needs us. Boy, that went over like a lead balloon. I said we are apostolic in a world that needs us. Do you realize Newark needs you? Do you realize Heath, Ohio needs you? Columbus needs CAC. They need the church. They need you to walk with the power of the Holy Ghost. They need you. And I'm going to prove this here in just a little bit. You're not, you're not sold on it yet. You're not completely sold. But Matthew chapter 18, verse 18 and 19. This is where I really wanted to get to. And I, I, want, to, I want to drive this home with you tonight. I truly believe... That this is the most powerful scripture between Genesis and Revelations. I do not think that there is any scripture in the Bible. And you could, you could say, well, there's this one or this one. And I've got the microphone. I'm telling you. Matthew chapter 18, verse 18 and 19. I do not know if there is a more powerful scripture in all the word than this. Jesus said, For verily, verily, I say unto you, Whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. You see, it says, Whatsoever ye, ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. See, you should have been clapping, jumping, running laps around this place, dancing all over the place. 
You should have been loosening some things. You should have been binding some things. Do you realize you have power to loose healing? Do you realize you have power to speak? That's why Marley was healed. Marley was simply healed because a preacher come up to her and said, I speak the breath of God into your body. Do you realize there was some loosening? There was some binding. I'm telling you, church, if you'll ever get the revelation of the power that we have again I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything is there two people in here that can agree that somebody's going to leave healed tonight oh you're still setting you're still setting. I don't think you got this yet. Is there anybody that's going to say, I believe? I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree. I agree. I'm going to bind some things. I'm going to loose some things. <laughs> that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything, that they shall ask. You see, all you got to do is agree in what you're asking for. Agree in what you're asking for. <laughs> it shall be done from them of my Father which is in heaven. <laughs> you see, we have power. You're not getting it. <laughs> oh, you're not getting it. <laughs> I said, we have power. Do you realize I have power? Do you realize we agree? Oh, can I get anybody that's going to agree with me tonight? Anybody agree with me? Dave, you agree with me? Come on. We agree. Guess what? <laughs> Woo! We're going to lose some things. Oh, you can agree if you want to. You, you can sit there if you want to. All it says is we're a couple of you. We'll agree together. <laughs> oh, some of you right now need to start binding some things in your life. Some of you need to start loosing some things in your life. I want to say just a couple things and then we're going to work. You continue praying. You continue seeking God. I got two scriptures. I, I cannot leave. I cannot step down out of this pulpit without saying this. Acts 1 and 8. But you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come unto you. It says ye shall receive power. If you've got the Holy Ghost, then you've got the power. If you've never received the Holy Ghost, you run to this altar right now. And God's going to fill you with the Holy Ghost. And you're going to leave with the power. But this is what I want to turn you to. Mark 16, 14 through 18, and I'm done. Afterwards, he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat and unbraided them 
with their unbelief and the hardness of hearts because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. Didn't believe it. And he said unto them, and Jesus spoke this. He's speaking to the believers. Go ye into all the world, not just in the church, not just at CAC, Monday morning on the job, Sunday night at the restaurant. Go ye into all the world. It says all, A-L-L, all the world. All means all, and that's all, all means all the world. And preach the gospel to every creature. Whether they believe you or don't, you're going to speak it. And he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. How many believers do we have in here? How many Holy Ghost filled believers that's full of power do we have in here? Now I'm speaking to you for just a second. I'm speaking to you. And in my name shall they cast out devils. You have that power. Everybody say I have that power. I have the power to cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. But this is the part I want you to get. They shall lay hands on the sick. <laughs> and they shall recover. You see, some of, I lost three quarters of you right there. It says they shall. I'm talking the Holy Ghost filled the powerful. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. It didn't say the pastor. It didn't say the evangelist. It didn't say the missionary. It didn't say the singers. It said they. It said you. You shall lay hands on the sick and they that is in dire need of a touch from God right now. I don't, I'm not going to wait on you. I want you to run to this altar right now. You better start running. You need something from God. God's got to move. Come on. 